You're listening to the Leadership Upside Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Carriger. On this podcast, we discuss what successful leaders are doing, saying, and thinking. Now let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and Happy New Year. I'm excited to begin Season 2 of the Leadership Upside Podcast. From time to time this season, I'll share various leadership thoughts and perspectives, suggestions, often based on my work as an executive coach and trainer for groups of leaders. In this episode, I'll offer three suggestions to help you get off to a great start in 2022. Number one, start, stop, and continue. This is an activity that several of you or a number of you may be familiar with, can be used as a team activity or an individual activity. Let's look at it first as a team activity. Again, the name of it is Start, Stop, and Continue. As a team activity, this makes for an excellent activity at an offsite retreat where you have several hours together as a team to brainstorm, to share ideas, and then ultimately narrow the number of ideas, bring greater focus and intentionality, and even leave with um, people assigned to be uh, in charge of a particular uh, idea or area in a timeline. Let's look at start first. Again, we're looking at a team perspective or a department, a division, or perhaps even an entire uh, company. What will we begin in 2022? What do we need to start? Where do we have a strategic opportunity? What have our customers expressed a desire for that we haven't uh, provided in the past? What do the market conditions tell us that we could begin and, and, and likely be successful? There's a, a reasonable belief that we could start something and it would be po- have a positive impact. This can be something internal-facing or external-facing. What should we start as a team in 2022? Again, it's a great team activity. Divide your team up, depending on the size of your group and the way you're organized. You may want to get people from uh, different uh, parts of the company, different departments. Uh, if it's a larger group, uh, if it's a, a smaller team, uh, still divide people up, perhaps with people they don't directly work with each day and, and give them uh, one category at a time. Uh, and let them brainstorm and then report out to the group. And then ultimately, once you report out on start and then I'll stop and continue, you narrow down that focus. Second uh, component is stop. What have we been, what have we been doing that we should stop doing? Now, in my experience and serving as a facilitator uh, for numerous companies and for teams who, who we've utilized this activity, Stop is typically a tougher proposition than start. Uh, It's easier to come up with ideas than it is to decide, hey, we're going to stop doing something that we've been doing. We may bring to a close a program that's run its course. Uh, At one point, it was highly effective, and now the return on investment is no longer uh, what it should be. It's time to stop doing this. Again, this is uh, a great discussion. Uh, you have to create an environment where it's safe. You have to create an environment where um, varying perspectives are welcomed. And, 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 and really, it's an environment where everyone has a chance to have their voice heard. What should we stop doing? And then the third component is continue. 
what's working that we can say is working well enough that we should continue uh, in the manner in which we're operating or perhaps with a slight adjustment or tweak. But we agree, hey, this is effective. This is beneficial. We want to continue doing this. Start, stop, continue. Now, this is a great activity for teams. You record uh, the top answers under start. You assign uh, each of those initiatives to someone to be the point person. It's a great opportunity uh, for someone perhaps who's not a, 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 a designated organizational leader to take a, a leadership role and be in charge of one of these initiatives. Come up with a timeline that day and when we're going to report back and to who we're going to report back. Uh, stop and continue. That's a little bit different. Stop would need to have likely its own timeline. When are we going to bring an initiative or a practice or a procedure to a conclusion and continue? Uh, is is a bit more straightforward because the, the activity's already uh, underway. So it's a great activity for a group or a team. Now let's look at this same activity for us individually uh, as professionals and as leaders. In 2022, what do you need to start doing? Now again, I'm looking at this individually. We've already talked about it as a team. Now let's turn our attention to um, our own professional development. What do I need to start doing? Uh, perhaps it's it's uh, bringing greater intentionality regarding uh, my use of time or to my calendar. And we're going to talk more about time in, in just a moment. Uh, perhaps it's start having a daily stand-up meeting. That rather than have uh, a longer meeting um, once, in the, once a week or, or twice a week, perhaps we need to have a brief daily stand-up meeting. Perhaps we need to start investing in the development of future organizational leaders. You may recognize that, hey, my investment, my personal investment in future organizational leaders is not what it should be. If everyone did exactly what I was doing, how much of an investment would we would we be making in future organizational leaders? Uh, perhaps it's I need to start leaving work on time or at a set time more consistently. Start exercising. Perhaps I need to start delegating and empowering more instead of, of, of doing so much. I need to empower others and delegate to others. Perhaps it's start hosting a quarterly coffee meeting with your non-direct reports where it's a very comfortable and casual environment where everyone who doesn't report to you that's in the organization can come and have a cup of coffee with you and share their ideas, perspectives, and concerns, and you're just there to listen. Take some of those uh, concerns or or ideas and and help solve those problems, and perhaps you'll get a great idea for a future initiative. I know a number of my coaching clients who have begun a uh, an activity such as this, a quarterly coffee meeting, or or something of that nature, and it's proven to be very beneficial. Maybe it's start taking a a vacation. Uh, perhaps uh, in 2021, you look back and and you didn't have enough time away from work to recharge your batteries, to be healthy. Perhaps this year, it's to, to start taking a vacation. Whatever the start is, if you come up with, with more than one, put those in order of priority. You might not be able to start all of them in 22. Maybe you can, but let's get what's most important to you 
at the top of the list, and let's start doing that in 2022. This is how we keep growing, improving, changing, and developing is we're intentional. We identify areas that we need to start, and then we're intentional enough and disciplined enough to make them happen. Second component is stop. What do you need to stop doing in 2022? Talking individually, we've already talked about our teams. What do you need to stop doing in 2022? Perhaps it's losing your temper when a direct report shares news with you that's unfavorable. Well, no one wants to receive that news, but if I blow up every time I receive bad news, pretty soon no one wants to bring me the news I need to hear. So I need to check my temper. Perhaps that's an area we need to stop in 2022. Perhaps it's to stop working on weekends or designate a certain amount of time, Saturday morning early before everyone gets up or Sunday evening late and the rest of the time. Uh, you're you're going to enjoy some downtime from work. There'll be exceptions, but but as a general rule of thumb, can the weekends be a time for you to recharge and do activities that make you healthy and better? Perhaps it's to stop interrupting others at staff meetings. That we want to let others express their thoughts and views and not cut people off. Whatever it is, what do you need to stop doing in 2022? And then the third component. It's continue. What's giving you the greatest return on your investment? What do you want to make sure you continue doing? What's working well? What do we want to keep doing in 2022? The second suggestion that I have to get off to a great start in 2022, first was an activity, a framework to, to evaluate both team and individually, start, stop, continue. Number two, be very intentional regarding time. This is a separator that I see in the most effective, the most productive, and often the healthiest professionals that I work with is they are uber intentional when it comes to time and how they invest their time, how they expend their time. We all have the same amount of time, but we all don't get the same return on our time. Number two is be very intentional regarding time and I have a few suggestions for you. Calendar your priorities. Many professionals, in fact, I would say most professionals, we live by the calendar. We, wherever our calendar says uh, we're supposed to be, that's where we, that's where we go. Uh, if our calendar says that we are supposed to be working on a particular activity, many times, hopefully uh, most of the time, we're disciplined enough to be doing that. We live by our calendar. Calendar your priorities, whether it be certain projects, box of time for strategic thinking. By the way, if you want to start doing more strategic th thinking, then have an appropriate amount of time designated on your calendar. Strategic thinking, strategic planning does not happen by accident. There's always something more urgent. Uh, strategic thinking is just extremely important, but it's rarely urgent. I'll, I'll do that next week. I'll do that next time. I'll we keep pushing that off because there's something that seems to be more urgent, but it's likely not as important. We want to do it. We're going to have to be very intentional with our time. Uh, perhaps uh, calendar getting out of your office more. You want to visit more locations, more sites, more departments, more uh, areas within your department. You want to get uh, reconnected to what's going on on the front lines. More time out of the office. Let's be intentional to put that on our calendar. 
If you want to make more rounds within your office, you're going to need to block that on your calendar. Get your priorities, get your personal priorities on your calendar, even before your professional priorities. Our, for many professionals, most organizational leaders, our professional priorities are, are going to, work's going to going to make its way onto our calendar and, and it's always going to be asking for more. Our personal priorities, we need to schedule those first because quite often if we w- wait and hope for a, a, a gap, that gap doesn't materialize. So let's get our personal priorities on the calendar first. That can be everything from a consistent family dinner to our kids' activities. If if your uh, kid has a an activity and you want to be there, it has to be on your calendar. As soon as you know the dates of those activities and the times, let's get them on the calendar. Same goes for vacations, weekend getaways, et cetera. Take control of your calendar. It's one of the best ways to facilitate greater success in 2022 is to take control of your calendar. Work on reducing the number of low-value meetings that you're attending. Just about every executive, every professional that I have the privilege to coach would say that they feel like they're in too many meetings. And some of those meetings are incredibly valuable. We need to be there. And some are less valuable, and we don't have to be there. Someone could go in our place or we could just get a report out uh, through uh, written communication. We don't have to attend every meeting. We have to attend a lot of meetings, but we don't have to attend them all, and we shouldn't go to low-value meetings. A polite no is a valid answer to a request for your time, and a request for your time should be given due consideration. I would urge you to plan the next day at least your top three priorities before you leave the day before. So at the end of the workday, you're going to look ahead what's most important for tomorrow. And you may uh, take a few minutes and and put together a plan for your entire day, a task plan, if you will, but at least get the top three priorities. And usually we can get the top three priorities for our next day pretty quickly, less than five minutes as we think about And when I come back tomorrow, what are the most important three activities or tasks, actions that I need to take or accomplish? I would also urge you to build in some reflection time. It doesn't have to be long. I think uh, the, the longer that I have the privilege to work with various leaders, the more leaders I hear ref, uh, talking about the impact that reflection, reflecting time has on their professional development and growth. And a few questions for you to consider just at the end of the day, you could do this again. Take 10 minutes at the end of your work day. You can go ahead and perhaps answer the questions. What went well today? What worked well? What didn't go well? What worked? What didn't work as well as we wanted it to? And what did I learn? What worked? What didn't? And what did I learn? Answer those three questions. You might have other questions that you want to add to that. We can give a quick look at the at our day, our work day, or do it at the end of your day period, just before you go to bed, spend a few minutes reflecting, finish up, tie that day up, look forward to the next day. My third suggestion, number one, start, stop, continue. Pro- go through that framework, both potentially as a team, certainly as an individual. Number two, let's be very intentional regarding time. And number three, invest in others. 
In 2022, let's increase our investment in others. Now, you might be saying, Chuck, hang on. I don't have enough time to invest in others. I'm, I'm just, I'm just swimming as fast as I can, running as hard as I can. I don't have any time. Well, let me just push on that a little bit. I think we have some time to invest in others. All of us have some time to make an investment in others, whether that be a mentor someone, one meeting a month for six months, okay, a mentor someone, help someone grow professionally. Perhaps uh, you're going to speak to a group of young professionals this year. You're going to invest in others. You're going to look to provide opportunities. Who would benefit from an opportunity, a door you could open for someone that you could give a helping hand to? Sure, we would like to do that for everyone. Well, doing that for everyone's not possible, but do for one what you wish you could do for everyone. Invest in others. Invest in others. Look for potential. You see someone who who you recognize has potential. Sometimes that potential might be a little bit more difficult to see, but you recognize they have potential. Perhaps they have the drive. Perhaps they have the influence with their peers. Perhaps they just have such a technical acumen. How can you help them grow and improve in their career? Invest in others. It might be an hour a month or two hours a month. Let's not get overcome with the amount of time, but let's in 2022 be intentional to invest in others. Likely, many of us have had someone along our path who invested in us and what a benefit it was. Everyone is uh, is ahead of someone else in their professional journey. I mean, even if you are an early career professional and you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, you know, Chuck, I'll do that when I when I become more senior in my career. I want to challenge you to do that now. There are college students, there are high school students who would be so honored and you could be of such great benefit to. We're all further along than someone else. Who can we lend a hand to? How can we invest in others in 2022? Three thoughts to get your Uh, New Year started off on a great foot. Start, stop, continue. Very intentional uh, with regard to time and invest in others. Next week on Leadership Upside, I'll be interviewing Bart McFadden, president and CEO of the Boys and Girls Clubs of the Tennessee Valley. Bart shares in next week's episode about leading an organization that serves 1,500 kids a day, has 80 full-time staff and an annual budget of $9 million, with a huge number of volunteers involved every week. He shares some great leadership insights. You don't want to miss it. Other guests that you may have in mind for this year, I'd be so grateful if you just shoot me an email recommending someone that you know or have heard about that you think would be a great guest on Leadership Upside, you can just send that to me at chuck at chuckcarringer.com. I would love your recommendations for other guests. Until next time on Leadership Upside, I'm Chuck Carringer. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today. Head over to chuckcarringer.com for more information.